Mexico. Mexico. So, I woke up today with the, I was still drunk. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Cassie. Because I wanted to say a longer version. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. So she's 29 now. 29, but I was really drunk when I woke up this morning at 4 o'clock. And what did you do for your birthday? Um, we we went to the uh, Ice Cube's Big Three game. Um, it's got a bunch of older basketball players, uh, ones that didn't really get picked up again in the league. Mm -hmm. And they do a three on three. Was it fun? It was fun as shit. It was crazy because our ticket said that it started at seven thirty, so we got there, you know, like at eight. Like we got there at seven thirty, parked, mm -hmm. and then getting in the door eight. We missed two of the games because it starts at seven thirty. You're not supposed to be there at eight. No, it's no, it started at six thirty. Our oh. ticket said seven thirty, and I was like, why'd they do that? So we were we felt a little cheated. I mean, we had some really great seats too, but um, so I mean, but I still had fun. Oh, that's good. I'm glad yeah. you enjoyed it. You look like you had a good time. I saw her snaps, so I was so I was freaking like, look drunk. at her. She didn't even bite me. Yeah, well, he surprised me. He, no, that's he got sweet. those tickets, awesome. and then because uh, we watched the last uh, last year, we watched everything on TV, mm. and we followed it, and we were really interested in that, and then um, we just went. And then got, I got a massage uh, package, and then. Other stuff, so that's fun. It was nice. That's good. And you've been off. Yeah, so you actually, got to rest. Yeah, I, I was off Thursday, Friday, and then today, and then I got to work tomorrow, and then I'm off Monday and Tuesday. So you have some good. You have some good rest days. Man, much needed. Yes, that's so. good. So happy birthday to you, or whatever. I'm getting old. So do you notice anything different about me? Your hair. You changed it back to your normal because color. Show did. She you went know? back brown. So it was like maybe last week or the week before. The week before. And I was like, I don't know. Like I saw my hair and I was like, okay, I'm fucking over it. Like I had this itch. I was like, I'm done. Purple hair's out. Like I'm super <laughs> done. So you should have seen though. The process was crazy because... You can't just get rid of purple hair and cover it. It doesn't happen like that. So okay. I had this color at home, and I was, like, in the middle of packing, and I said, you know what? Maybe I should I should just change it up. So I use this, like, it's called, it's called medium blonde, okay? So I covered Well, I, what I did was use this remover thing, supposed to uh -huh. remove, like, extra color in your hair. So I did that first. Then I did the color, and, girl, it came out like a grayish green, like an ashy green color. Ew. And then I still have purple in it still, like in some spots. So then? I look like PB&J, like peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's but, what I look like for a day. Then the next day I said, okay, I have to go during lunch to go get some color. But because I still have purple in it, I had to get this. It's a, like a color lifter. Uh -huh. So I had to lift out the color. So basically it went all blonde again. And then I had to put the brown. And I ended up doing like an ashier brown because I always do like a red brown. Right. And I was like, I'm tired of having red tones in my hair. Well, uh -huh. I really don't like it yet. I'm not used to it. I loved my purple. But then now a lot of people are telling me that they didn't like my purple. How ugly. 
hated Nest Bitches. I know. They're like, I liked it. I did, too. I Fuck loved em. my purple hair. It'll happen again, um, but maybe different colors next year or something next summer. Maybe pink. You should book, do hot pink. Books, maybe? No, hell no. It's too bright. I won't do that. But, but anyways, your purple was bright. It was bright, but it wasn't like hot pink, right? Girl. I don't know. I think I feel like the fluorescent colors remind me of like, no offense, white trashy people. Oh my god! <laughs> or like people oh, with really frizzy hair. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. Um. Anyways, so um, Mexico won today. The World Cup is happening. I think it happens every four years, and um, Mexico's representing. They won their their two games so far. So. That's pretty dope. They won two to one this morning. Yeah. So we're, we're going to talk about that a little bit in more detail. We're going to talk about the Carters. Mm-hmm. They dropped an album. We're also going to talk about uh, somebody passed away and mm-hmm. what's going on with this immigration situation. Um, our relationship topic is to remain unknown right there now because this migrant inf- like this migrant camps and Melania and immigration might just take the whole time because we were really kind of pissed off about that. So yeah, you're now listening to the Mixed in Mexican podcast conversation with Kay and I'm Cakes. Thank you. Okay, so the World Cup, Viva Mexico. Viva Mexico. You know they had like a 19% chance of winning against Germany. Did you know that? And they won. And they won. And then supposedly, I think it was, I don't know, Korea, South Uh Korea or just Korea? I think it's South Korea. Well, yeah, so South Korea played them this morning. Right. And um, today's the 23rd of June. So just in case we're going to put this up tomorrow. So anyway. Right. um, they won, and they've been playing really good. They have. I'm really proud of my Mexican people. Yeah, so it's pretty dope. Um, Nigeria won when Wednesday? Uh-huh. Yesterday. Yeah. Or yesterday. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry, Friday. They won against Iceland. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a big deal. A lot of soccer fans, I know that your sports bar where you work is like, been playing a lot of the games and stuff. Yeah, so we're really taking it super busy. Yeah, we're taking advantage of that whole deal. We have a Brazilian uh, promoting group that comes in on the Brazilian match game. So next Wednesday is going to be stupido. It's gonna be lit. Uh, yeah, because Wednesday we're going to open up at seven a.m. Oh my god, are you working? I don't. I don't know. I haven't got my schedule. Oh my god! I would be like, uh, well, get up at four, well so. obviously I'm off Monday, Tuesday, so I'm pretty sure they're gonna be like, you're gonna be the one to wake up and yeah. be here in the morning, which is which is fine to me because then that means that I get off and I don't Early. have to work the Wednesday yeah. night. So yeah, I'm down, you know. She's down. Oh, whatever. whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, we have actually been following these, and it's super fun. That's cool. I know. I've noticed that like. There are a lot of soccer fans out here. And I mean, I think there's more representation in different countries. And, you know, like, especially here in Houston, there's a lot of people from different places. Right. This is the time where people get together with their cultures and their different countries that they're from and they get to represent. For sure. I feel like the representation of cultures isn't as apparent unless you go to like one of those um, like a, a. a festival, like, you know, a certain themed festival they might have or something. But, you know, this is a a way that people get together and root for 
their their country. So it's really dope. Exactly. John. Plus, um, Beyonce and Jay Z came out with a bless you. Sorry. A an album. Right. Did you download it? Yes. I sure did too. Yes. So what's your opinion? God bless you. Oh my God, y'all! I'm, I have a hangover, like really bad. And every time she comes in here, I sneeze. I'm starting sneezes. to sneeze. I think I have a issue with my sinuses, but um, I loved it. I basically, I think that it's really great. I think it's a good collab between husband and wife. I think it's a great collab between two individuals that are at the top of their game that have been, you know, I just think it's great. I love it. I love the idea and the concept, but I don't like the songs. Really? I really think that it was like, like Beyonce sings. And then this time she's trying to like rap in a sense and ad lib stuff. I just don't like it. I was like, okay, so yesterday I was like, because I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. So I drove home and I listened to the album. And I think there's maybe one or two that I kind of like. <coughs> Sorry. But I don't know. Like, I wasn't really feeling it. God bless you. Jesus. Um, But yeah, I don't, I, I personally don't care for it. <coughs> I like when they sing and they do, like, because I even have like Magna Carta. Holy Grail, right? His other album where she's on a few songs, right? And those songs like they flow, they go good. I don't know, maybe they're just kind of like fitting into what's currently like the beats and the way that music is exactly. currently. Um, and I currently don't like that music, so. <laughs> well, Ape Shit was de- was uh, a Migos song, so it was a Migos track. Oh, so okay. if you relate it to, you know, all the other Migos songs yeah. or whatever, I mean, they sound the same. Because yeah. when I first heard it, you know, it was me and Derek, and we were, I was like that. I was like, that sounds like Migos and Cardi, like Offset and Cardi. And he was like, no. I was like, no, that's definitely an Offset, like Migos beat. And sure enough, it is. So, so, I mean, I I get it, like, because um, I think it was kind of like trying to throw a little bit of shade to, Mm -hmm. like, I think that them two were trying to throw a little bit of shade to be like, yeah, you're popping. You know what I'm saying? But let me, let me, let me, I'm going to bite your style and I'm going to put it out and everybody's still going to love me. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Because everybody loved Cardi and Offset for a long time, you know? I mean, they still do. do. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, that's cute. So, I liked it though. Kudos to them. I mean, I think it's, there's a lot of albums coming out right now. Uh Uh-huh. And like, uh, Tiana Taylor, I I think she sings really good. Um, Hers came out, what, this morning? Last night, something like that. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. Me either. I think your sister had, though. I saw it. Um, uh-huh. But um, I don't know. I think they're just riding the wave with everybody releasing yeah. an album. There's just, like, something they wanted to do, like, a project to get out. And um, and also because they're on tour. So it kind of just helps sales and stuff for the tour. Yeah. It's all right. It's not the best one, but it's cute. The Ape Shit um, video has a lot of imagery in it, too, so... I mean, it's really interesting. They always do meaning, like, visuals are very meaningful. I like that Beyonce and Jay-Z always do cool things with their videos. That is something that I will always give to them because Beyonce's videos are always really dope. But I just don't like the songs. I mean, it's not my favorite one. It's not my favorite album that they've... I'm surprised she didn't offend um, Catholics because she was wearing uh, cross earrings and cussing. In the church, or the, I don't know if it was a church I or mean, it was a we museum. Earrings and cuss. I'm just saying, you know, on a global scale, we don't, we're not. Yeah, but you know what? I'm so over this whole offending everybody in the world. Like, let you, 
let you have your moment. We don't know what they deal with either. We have I haven't seen anything online though. <clears throat> Nobody's really brought it up, so let's uh, let it be. Okay. Let's move on. Moving forward, we're going to talk about this guy that I don't really know anybody knew who he was until so what happened. XXX Tentacion, that's what his name was. People just call him XXX because it's easier because it's too long of a name. He actually was killed, well, murdered um, on the 19th of June, 2018. He was actually uh, shopping for motorcycles and somebody came up to his car. And, I'm, you know, I think that these young rappers, they have a lot of following. So I'm sure he was not guarded when he saw someone approach him. Right. And so he may have either opened the door or I don't know how it happened, but I remember seeing the video with no filters and seeing him, his dead body on like mm. right when it happened. So that's really sad. Um, so anyway, so he got shot and then they, they stole a fucking Louis Vuitton bag. Like, let's be real people. And these young and these he was only 20 years old. Now, this this is something that makes you think like. All right, I'm young. I'm a rapper. Um, you know, I'm famous and I'm moving up there. A lot of people were saying that he was very talented. I never listened to his music. I think a lot of the younger teenagers did. I saw that a lot of um, a lot of artists were, you know, giving their condolences and saying that their children listened to him and their children were like teenagers. Right. So I think that um, he had some dope music. I guess, assumingly. Um, and I just felt bad because of the way that it, it happened. And I saw before the media outlets actually were posting it, where it was like, you know, where they'll like put the little, um, the the cover over it. Like uh-huh. They were going like the same video, where, but right after you got shot, his he was just like leaning back. And you just, basically the first reports were saying that he died. Right. And so they're like, oh, we don't know. We think he's still breathing, but they couldn't find a pulse. So, but he was later pronounced at the hospital that he was, um, that he was dead. So it's unfortunate. Um, but you never really heard a lot about him only when he was doing crazy stuff. Right. And then he kind of faded into just existence. He was just existing and stuff. And then all of a sudden he gets killed and it's unfortunate because they're young, but it's, and I think it opens you the younger um, rapper's eyes like um, six Takashi six nine. Right, he's one to just be trolling and just to get attention. He's always trying to fight people. He's trying to cause drama. Um, there's another one I saw this white boy with face tattoos. I don't know why they do these tattoos, but anyways, um, he was also like just shocked. So a lot of these younger cats are well, just kind of. <clears throat> I think that it's crazy because Takashi six nine, like I said, he talks so much shit. And then he went back on his IG and was just like, you know, life is short, blah, 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 blah. So it obviously uh, opened his eyes. But in all actuality, um, XXX was seen or he was on a video where some guy apparently that he had beef with, um, they were basically like beefing and mm-hmm. that guy got stabbed, right? And I think that he died, if I'm not mistaken, or something. Mm-hmm. And then he was seen, well, laughing about the situation. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the reality of the certain, of the culture is, like, you know, these younger, you know, hip-hop heads coming up, like, they don't really understand, like, people will come and gun for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not untouchable. No. And it's hard for them to realize that. And unfortunately, in this case... 
he, he, like, I guess people are saying he changed his life, but I mean, sometimes it's a little too late. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If, yeah. There were reports that he was turning his life around. Apparently, I just saw on TMZ this morning that he had bought some of his family members' houses. So right. He was setting his family up. His dream home was already being made in Miami. Like, there was a lot of things that he was doing for himself. Um, come to find out he's expecting a child with the um, yeah. girlfriend, the ex-girlfriend that he was dating. Um, so... I don't know. Like, I feel like, you know, have you ever heard of like whenever um, when people know or kind of, oh, no, no. Let me ask the question again. Do you think that people subconsciously know when they're going to die? Yeah. Because you see that certain things happen and then it's boom, they pass and you're like, wait, it all makes sense now. Right. So he set his family up, you know, for, you know, to live better and everything like that. And then all of a sudden he's gone and then, but they are okay. So it's crazy to me because I feel like it happens a lot, not even just with famous people, but like regular people where they start to call you up and they're like, I love you. And then they just kind of have these deep conversations and you're like, okay, you know, I love you too or whatever. Right. And then something automatic, you know, all of a sudden happens and you're like, oh shit. Right. telling me bye. But it doesn't make sense until it happened. Right. So... I don't know. I feel like that you do. You do kind of know something's going to happen. And I got to get scared about that, though, because you'd be like, I'll be like, I always want to tell my mom I love her. And then that'd be scary because I'm always calling everybody. Yeah, I just I read it. I just pulled it up again, but I read it uh, a while back. It was like two days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Master P was talking shit about Kanye West, basically, because Kanye West tweeted, you've always inspired me to him. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, all these people are coming out the woodwork talking about this kid inspired them, but Master P was like, why didn't y'all do any records with him then? Yeah. If he inspired you so much. So that was another question of mine. Do you think that he was made more famous because now he's dead? Yes. Yeah. And people are riding the wave because now, you know, people are starting to either one, recognize him, or two, you know, his music is about to get popular. So if Kanye West, you know, co-signs him, then everyone be like, oh, Kanye West liked, liked XXX, so I'm going to like Kanye West's music. Yeah. So it's like it's it's basically fan like fan gaining. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're trying to gain fans off of this young For kid's him. career. Yeah. Like because he's dead. So they don't have him to listen to anymore. So then you're right. trying to pull him, you know? That's a good analysis of that. Yeah, because I saw that and I was like, how is everybody and their mom writing? I mean, I understand you want to give your condolences and your respect because you're in the industry. But also, like, Stupid. where were you guys whenever he was struggling and going through some shit? Did you reach out? Like, I mean, obviously, we're not going to know firsthand. And maybe st- some, some of that stuff is not publicly, you know, uh, portrayed on the Internet or whatever, because that's where we get all our information. But at the same token, it's just like... Come on, you guys. He had a lot of love, which is great. Right. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it just kind of seemed weird to me. Like, oh, okay, all of a sudden everybody cares about XXX. Right. So, I don't know. Anyways, going on. um, Oh, and also, there's like an XXX challenge. Oh, yeah. So, I felt like this was disgusting. I saw it on Instagram and... Basically, these people are taking photos just like the way he passed. Yeah. Like, that's the challenge. And who does stupid. it better? Like, come on. You can't be... I feel like that's mad disrespectful. 
it's just fucking idiots. They're like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, what, what logically, in every sense of the word, like, why? Just, I don't have any words for that. Yeah. You're a fucking dumbass. That's all words that I have. It's so stupid. Yeah. It's I can't very, stand it. very, stupid. So that is that for the, our entertainment section. Yeah. Now going on to the real shit that's been happening. It affects Jeez. us very much so in this room, especially me. Um, this also is something that is more than likely dear, near and dear to our hearts. And it's in happening in Texas. So um, let's move on. Okay. The migrant camps. Mm-hmm. This reminds me a lot of uh, um, like Auschwitz and uh, the Holocaust type stuff. Mm-hmm. But because we have so much more resources in, in social media and um, people who can actually make differences when they see certain things, it didn't get as bad as it could have. Right. So this week, a lot of reports were coming out that... Um, there were migrant camps, and I had heard, and we have talked about it before, that we've seen kids in cages and, you know, with these foiled blankets and stuff like that. And, you know, I've expressed myself multiple times that my dad was deported, and I'm thankful that he wasn't deported when I was a child. Right. Um, he was deported two years ago, um, and I don't—Trump wasn't in office yet, but it was starting to roll over into that. Um, and ICE is a big— deal here in Texas and a lot of people are unaware of the policies and things that they can do and can't do. If you were a hundred miles from a border then or a hundred miles and closer to a border you can be asked about your citizenship. If you were a hundred and over you cannot. So if ICE is here in the United here in Houston they cannot ask us if you're a citizen. You don't have to prove to them anything. You can just tell them you you don't have, you can't ask me that because they can't, they have no reason to question. I saw on Instagram where they were in Maine. Maine is not even close to a Mexican border. And they were at a bus station and they were asking, are you a U.S. citizen? Are you a citizen? And some people were like, yeah, yeah. And then one person was on the video and was like, you don't, you can't ask me that. And they're like, the ICE agent literally says, all right, you have a nice day. Nothing else. Yeah, because they know that they don't have any jurisdiction. They have no reason to ask you. So a lot of um, immigrants and people who come here illegally have fear and are fearful in those moments. And I feel like I'm still traumatized with just like crossing over to the border. I went to Mexico a couple of weeks ago and I just I still get nervous. I yeah. have no reason to get nervous. I was born here. I have a passport. I'm legal. So. I don't know, just because living in a household with my dad being illegal, we were always in fear. Right. In fear of just him, you know, getting picked up and just him being gone. Um, So now this is what's happening. A lot of countries come here to seek asylum. A lot of people from Honduras, El Salvador, um, Nicaragua, you know, different places. um, They come to seek asylum because their countries are very corrupt. Um, They're gangs that take over. And, um, you know, like, it's just, it's a little, it's just sad because these people are just trying to get away. Um, I saw on Instagram, there was a video, no, on Facebook, I'm sorry. There was a video of a man that was in a detainment center. Mm -hmm. and he was waiting for his court date to see the judge. 
because he wanted to stay here. He had a reason he wanted to stay here. Well, they're forcing him to leave. And now this is something you can't do either. Like this can't happen. It's not supposed to happen. He cannot be made to be deported. Like you can, you can sit here and wait how many ever days to see a judge. Mm-hmm. And sometimes these are days, these are months, these are weeks, whatever. But they can't, they have that choice. Unfortunately for this man, they wanted to deport him. Immediately, Uh And he was from Honduras. Now, as they're taking this man out of the room and trying to get him into the lobby, he's screaming. And I start crying because he's screaming. He's like, don't take me. I want to stay for my date. I'm going to miss my date. I'm going to miss my date. I can't go back to Honduras. The gangs are going to kill me. He's like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Please let me stay here. I'd rather be in jail. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go back to Honduras. And he keeps screaming and he's just, and I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. Nobody can, t- like, nobody can relate to that. I can't relate to that. We can't, and, and the people, and what makes me mad is that the people that are here that are saying, oh, they don't deserve to be here, you, you don't know they're alive. You don't know why they came here. You know why they had to seek asylum and they had to come illegally. It's not like they had a choice. It's not that easy. People who don't have family members or or don't have family from different countries and they're maybe Mexican-American and they were born here and their life has been always in the United States, you're not going to know that. Yeah. And I saw people commenting very ugly on Facebook. I've had to unfriend people because this is the thing. It's not even about laws and policies anymore. It's about morality. But the but but that's the thing. Like you know, I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna be very very extreme, um, very very radical view. And I don't really care because I I feel like my view is justified by me. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. But European settlers came here and raped and killed Native Americans. That include black people as well as you know the Indian Native Americans, Mexican. Um, you know, Americans also, or Mexicans that were, you know, in the Texas area to steal the land. They didn't give a fuck about morality. No. They didn't give a fuck about what you thought, your land. They didn't give a fuck about that. And then now you have these groups of people that are descendants of of those individuals mm-hmm. trying to tell you, oh, it's the law. No, it's your law. Yeah. It's your law. And quite frankly, until... I'm, I'm trying to say this like nicely, but until like something is done about it in the form of a race war, mm-hmm. nothing's going to change. Yeah. Like that's, that's just it. So you can only take back what's taken from you in the same manner that it's taken from you from. Yeah. You get it? Like, yeah. so that's, what's going to have to happen. It's going to be like an eye for an eye type of thing. And it's going to happen. Like, I I feel like it's going to happen, you know, like, but Malcolm X said the same thing I said. You can go and, you know, look at all of these black revolutionaries or black, you know, individuals that are all dead now because they probably said the same thing, you know, but it's just that's the situation. You can't justify something whenever you stole it originally. Yeah. Like you don't I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll follow the rules of the land because that's the way that I'll be able to sustain my life. Right. But ultimately, the morality in this situation, I don't give a fuck about your morality. Like, if there was no laws, like, this would be a dog-eat-dog world. Like, would be sad. And, you know, 
And if you look at the genetics and and the disposition of certain individuals and the makeup, the biological makeup of certain people, a certain race would be extinct. And I'm going to just let you figure out which one would be. Just because you're not, you're not stronger. You're yeah. not faster. You're not, you know what I'm saying? The only way that you can hold somebody down is because you've created an economical system that only allows you, you to too. survive. Right. And move. That's up. it. Yep. That's it. So. I think a lot of these laws are, I mean, we're going to go a little bit over what we're talking about and what the topic is, but I feel like law, some of these laws need to be revised and re, like, they need to cut, like, it needs to relate to the, the current day. A lot of our um, laws and policies are very old. Right. And they, um, I don't know, like, I just, I think we would be so much better. And, like, race is just, like, people always have to talk about color. Like, we're all a people. And that's the sucky part is that people don't understand that. And whether you can relate or not, it just, you should still just kind of open your eyes a little more. Right. See it in the eyes of somebody else. Um, these migrant camps are holding children. Kids have been separated. Um, I know everybody has seen this. I know everybody feels for this. It's all over Facebook. It's all over Instagram. These kids are being separated from their parents at the border. Five months old, five month old babies. Like just my daughter. Yes. She's six months old. My daughter. Like, Um, and it's just frustrating because, you know, like I have people that are on my Facebook and several people that we went to high school with. And I'll say this, like, I don't really give a shit and they probably don't listen to the podcast. But if they do, like these people who say, oh, well, it's a democratic policy, blah, blah, blah. They shouldn't. Fuck you. Like, fuck you. You're stupid. Like, if you think that it's morally okay to strip a five month old from their fucking mother, then you should fucking go kill yourself. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, because that is disgusting. Like, that is demoralizing. That is, you're a sadist. Like, you're a masochist. Like, you're you're a psychopath. You're a sociopath. You Whatever it is. At any, any type of horrible fucking label, I'm going to put it on you. Because anybody who thinks that because it's a law, because it's a law, you have to... Anybody who thinks that because it's a law, you're able to take a child from its mother. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's it just, just disgusting. It hurt my heart. And then they were showing how they were living. It was like a, a like a jail cell. I even wrote uh, on Facebook about my situation. A lot of people didn't know my dad had gotten deported. And I don't talk about it. A lot of people don't listen that are on my Facebook listen to our podcast. So it's like they didn't know. And they reach out and they're like, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, whatever. And it's something that I talk about a lot. And it, yes, it's my business. And yes, it's like some, you know, it's a sensitive thing. But I talk about it because there needs to be awareness. Like, ju- I'm a person that you may not have understood. Like, you don't, you would never think that maybe my family was affected. Like, if you see someone that you know affected to it, you'd be like, oh my God. Right. You know, so it gives you more of a. Um, just kind of an enlightenment, enlightenment, like, oh shit, you know, this happened to Erica and I knew her because she was, you know, went right. to high school with me or whatever. Um, and it's just, it's just sad. Um, so the whole week we went through this stuff, watching these things, people were outraged. A lot of, uh, the Senate was in off in in, um, I guess they call it an office. What is it? What do they call it? 
when they're all together. They were in session. In session. They were in session. They were talking about it. Um, I guess the president, um, he had a fundraiser and they well, somebody actually, like people who were pro- protesting, they put a speaker out of the babies that were crying because they were being mm. separated from their parents. And it's just sad. Like, it's sad that we have to go to these extreme measures in order for people to realize that the things that are happening in America are not American. You know? That's disgusting. And also, um, there was there was a newscaster that went on, and she was talking about what was going on. And um, we haven't seen a lot of of the girls in the in the babies like mm-hmm. in the media. They show a lot of the 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 um, teenage boys and stuff like that, and little boys and stuff. But they haven't shown babies and little girls. Apparently, this reporter she was reporting. She had gotten a piece of paper. They're saying that um, they Rachel Mano. I like her by the way. Um, yes, she was from MSNBC. She's a host and she struggles to get through a segment on her nightly show describing babies who are being forcibly removed from their parents and taken to shelters under Trump's hardline immigration laws. Maddo eventually crosses to another anchor appearing to too emotional finish regarding the report. Basically, she's trying to report that they're the babies are in a tender age camp. Right. What does tender age mean? That there's a bunch of babies in an orphanage. That Tend, take- what is the the like for me? I thought it was like something disgusting, like they were just gonna do something to these babies. I don't know. Like I was like, what the fuck does that mean? That they're little, that they're small as a tender age camp, like small kids, or is it something like like pedophilia? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And because this lady is like crying, and I'm like, I mean, oh because you don't know, you don't. I mean. You don't know, like, that's the thing. Like, I want to know, how are you documenting these children? Where are they being documented? So somebody can just come in here and kill these kids and nobody would find out? No, they have, they all wear wristbands. And if you see in the, in the kid, the boys ones, and my dad had these, that's why I know what it is. Um, They have certain wristbands on them. One is they're basically in jail. All of these kids, all of the babies, they're all incarcerated. These are... They're camps, immigrant migrant camps, but they're right. in jail because my dad had a, a band on him. It had his photo. It had his name, his date of birth and stuff. And then he had another one because he had um, he was he had diabetes. So I think it was um, for his medicine. But there was just there was they have identification. So they know that these kids are there. Um, uh, there is a system for keeping them, but there's not a system how to get them back, which is the stupidest thing in the world. It's like, okay, so you're going to take them from their parents. but you Do they document of- who their parents are? Yeah, I'm sure they do. They have to. That's terrible. So um, they're starting to get renew- uh, reunited, not renewed, reunited. Um, Donald Trump did sign an executive order. Stupid. Shut the fuck up. Like, that's the thing. Another uh, group of people on my face occasionally are like, well, thank you, Donald Trump, for doing a great, good thing. First of all, nobody was enforcing it like he was whenever— right. Obama didn't enforce it like this when he was in office. Absolutely not. So neither did—I mean, Jeb Bush, of all people, were saying that this is a hor- horrific, horrific thing to do. So because you want to fucking get the glory— for signing an executive order to stop this when you're the one who fucking started it. Like, stop. Yeah. Stop. There's not much details about it, about the executive order. It's just, it's he's restoring the catch and release. Basically, you can't keep families separate uh, for 20 days. 
It says he doesn't want to separate families, but he can't keep them together beyond 20 days. That's where back to the catch and release. So it makes no fucking sense regardless. Exactly. So you're going to keep them together for 20 days and then take them apart again. Yeah. So we still have to figure out and there's um, phone numbers and we're going to post it when we post because I, I do have a thing where there, where you can donate and there's different places where you can donate money to these places to help with resources for these kids. There's a lot going on. We still need to keep supporting. There's a certain bill that we need to support and I don't know the number. It's like SB something. Yeah. SB so, 36 is something like that. Yeah. So we'll post that stuff and if there's going to be links so people please support this call your local off, um your representatives in your districts and stuff because we need to we need to really fix this this is just a, a band-aid on top of the issues that we're currently having but this is going to continue until we start make so this can't just be something that we keep um you know, we just kind of like talk about it. We're enraged about it for five minutes and then it goes away. Right. You know, this needs to be something that we're still worried about months from now because this is still going to continue and it's going to go under the radar by tomorrow or something. So just um, reach out and try to donate and try to help these kids. They're very close to us, close to home. Um, they're just down south um, in Brownsville and McAllen in different places. So it's very unfortunate. There's another thing I want to talk about. Um, Ivanka Trump takes a surprise visit to one of the migrant camps, I think, in McAllen. And um, so she decides to wear... Melania. What did I say, Ivanka? You said Ivanka. My bad. Wrong, wrong, wrong wife. <laughs> wrong wrong wife. Um, that's his Melania. She's a freaking... Um, okay, so I'm just going to say it and try to be as unbiased as possible, right? So she goes down to one of these camps in... Um, you know, Texas, wearing a jacket that says on the back of it, I really don't care, do you? Question mark. Uh, it's a Zara green jacket. It's $39, a hooded olive green jacket. Um, and she wears it. I think she wore it to the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. Because apparently Trump tweets and says that is referring to the fake news um, some bullshit, and um, it's definitely not. I feel like it's a very insensitive message, especially because of where she's going and what she's doing. Um, if she would have worn that out and somebody would have said something about her that day on Twitter or something, that'd have been dope, right? But it, she wore it to a child detention center where the kids are being held. So. Is she saying that she really doesn't care about this immigration stuff? She doesn't care about these kids? Like, what the fuck? Like, that, to me, if you wore that and I saw you not in one of those camps and I, I knew how to read English, I would be like, what the fuck is she wearing? Right. Like, I'm offended. And, you know, I am offended because, hello, bitch, you're the, you're the first lady, okay? You wouldn't see Michelle Obama wearing that shit, going to a, a detainment camp. Full of white kids. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, the the situation is, is like, you know, how many, um, they, these people, they have fucking a whole pamphlet, a whole fucking program on what they're going to wear. Like somebody's job is to be their wardrobe stylist. Like y'all's wardrobe stylist, y'all's wardrobe committee decided that this was going to be a good fucking thing for you to do. 
That makes no sense. Come on. Yeah. So th- I know they're highly regulated, so it's like- Exactly. They, they just, just don't like give a shit. It on the freaking you want to know plane. why? Because nobody's doing shit to them. They think that, like, that's it. We're going to sit here and talk all this all this shit, and nobody's going to do shit. Nobody's going to do shit. Yeah. We get on Facebook, and we fucking argue on Facebook about which policy is which, 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 and then we go home and watch fucking reality TV and go to sleep and wake up and do the same shit again. Yeah. Because y'all aren't doing shit. Like, nobody's doing shit to stop anybody from doing the fucking ridiculous shit that they're doing. So you're just going to continue to do it and sit back and watch like a bystander. Stupid. But a lot of people were mad from this, so... We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know I either. Don't, I don't care. She's an idiot anyway. She can't even really speak English. <laughs> She's an immigrant too. Hello. Fuck. It makes no sense. Send her ass back. Put her in a fucking camp. That's what she deserves. I don't know where she's from though. Like Russia or something. <sighs> Anyways, they got a lot of camps in Russia. Mm-hmm. So you're going to talk about this Cynthia Nixon Cynthia Nixon is, um, if y'all remember, Sex in the City. You know, they had all them friends or whatever. Um, she was Miranda. She was the um, the redheaded, short-haired lady. She's running for, she's a politician now. Um, mm. In New York, she's the incumbent for, I think, governor something. Mm. This is the first I've heard about this, actually. Oh, well, it's because I wash everything. Um, she's actually, she's trying to abolish. One of her things as she's uh, running is that she wants to abolish ICE. Is this a great idea? Yes, I think so. So ICE actually came about during 9-11. It was to keep away terrorists, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, pero they're still here. And they're harassing people, and she thinks that they are, you know, they're more of a terrorist group now. Like, they are the ones who are antagonizing people and being very ugly with people and just not abiding by their own rules. And they're kind of just doing whatever the fuck they want. Um, She thinks that they're unnecessary and they don't need to be here. She's, um, and she also wants to be able to give her at least the people in New York, something and its governor or something of New York. She wants to be able to give immigrants a driver's license. Uh-huh. Because regardless of their status, she's like, they're still people. And if they do ever get stopped for a traffic ticket, and it's just a traffic ticket, they have a driver's license to say, I'm you know, I'm I'm driving legally. Like, right. Because what people don't understand is that people that come here illegally doesn't mean that they're living illegally. Mm-hmm. They pay taxes. They do and live by how everybody else lives. They're just, their resident status is just not the same. Right. So if they're paying their taxes and they're doing, living the right way, then why not? Why not give them a driver's license? They shouldn't have to be questioned because they don't have a driver's license what their resident status is. They have no right to do that. Right. Because they're not. New York is not um, 100 miles um, from, a, you know, a Mexican border. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. you would be, uh, what are they doing? Are they questioning Canadians? Because Canada is <laughs> close to New York. Like, so, I mean, I think that she, a lot of her points that she is um, 
running for and, you know, all the points that they do, you know, all the things that they want to do while they're in office. I think they're very good. I think that this could be something very good for New York. I would love for it to be something that we could do here in Texas. Right. Um, maybe we should just run for a governor. Fuck no. <laughs> But I mean, I think it's dope. I, I watched her interview on The View, just a few snippets. And I mean, I thought a lot of the things that she wants to do is really good. So that was that. That'll be good. You know? I mean, so I just think that, you know, overall, it's just going to be an uphill battle to try to figure out what the best way and what the best thing is to do. Now, like I have a really different view like I, I i don't necessarily feel like people should come illegally just because the processes that you're going to have to you know go through are going to be something that's going to be very tr- dramatic and traumatizing to you and your family yeah um i do feel as though like you know yes a lot of people come here for a better life and things like that i just think that the process to get uh entry to America needs to be a little bit more, you know, a little bit expedited, you know? Um, But I think that it's just kind of, it's just kind of hard to just, you know, figure it out. Now the people that are already currently here, what, what's being done right now is just, it's atrocious. Like it's the biggest atrocity that I feel like the United States has had since, like slavery, literally. Like there, this is going to taint the image of America for years to come. Yeah, I've had okay. So there's, I have a friend of mine that goes to the gym with me, and she was telling me about one of her coworkers, a guy that worked there, and he had worked there for years. Now his um, status, he was illegal, but he had been working, and he was up to foreman and all this stuff, right? So because of the fear that has been instilled in him. He ended up leaving and going back. And mind you, he came in. No, I'm sorry. I think he came in with a visa uh-huh. and his visa expired, but he let it expire. Uh-huh. And so, but now because of everything that's been going on, he'd rather go on his own. Because what happens is when you go to Mexico, I mean, when you get deported, you get to a detainment center. Then you either wait for your court date or you just say, just send me back. Right. So that's what my dad did. So they send you back, but they don't send you back from where you're from. They'll just send you into Mexico. Right. And you have to make your way back. Um, so that's the tricky part. So this man ended up going back home. He was like, I got to go visit my mom. I haven't seen her in like 15 years. Imagine not seeing your family for that long because right. you can't come back. Uh, so basically, um, you know, and mind you, this lady, she's like, oh, man, I feel for him. You know, we want to sponsor him, right. which is dope because there are companies that will vouch for you. And if you're a good worker, they'll help you out. Um, there's a lot of corporations that do that because um, this man has lived a good life. He says he's never had kids. Um, right. He never went to jail. He never got tickets like, you know, anything. So he's eligible. There's a lot of uh, qualifications you can have and you, you're able to just. But the immigration laws are so hard. It's it's a, it's a longer process right. to get everything done. So it's, it's really hard, and you have to have a lot of money. Um, me and my mom are going to try to um, do the paperwork processing for immigration. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that we can just get certified with and then help people, but we can't give them advice. So that's the my due diligence that I do. It's um, that I try to help. I've sponsored um, 
a few people, even my stepdad, um, to get his papers and to get his residency and stuff. So when we say papers, it's just like your green card, your residency, your permanent residency here. So I've done that. And it's just something that I've done always, especially to help good people that are coming or they're here and they're trying to get their papers and stuff. And they're hardworking people. So um, I've done it. It's something that I will always say yes to as long as these people, I know these people are good and have good intentions to live here. Um, but yeah, you know, it's sad. This, these people have to leave because they're scared. They go back to a country they've never been, they haven't been too many years. Right. And things have changed. You know, Mexico is a different place. I went to Mexico the other day, but I, it was not the other day, but a week ago and two oh, weeks ago. About a week ago. Something like that. Um, but <laughs> it was good. I mean, I had a good time. So, I mean, but it's it's still like a culture shock to you because you get used to being here mm-hmm. for so many years. You have to go back. Um, so now he's going to try to enter legally, mm-hmm. but with sponsorship from his work. So, I mean, there's possibilities of ways people can, can f- turn their life around, but it's just hard, you know? You don't want to have to uproot your life because you have fear. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just stupid. It's stupid, stupid. We'll see what happens. Okay. Well, this is going to be a segment that we're probably going to continue on. Be sure to follow us on all social media. You can follow me at the underscore K Renee. That's K A Y R E N E E. You know, this is not really an eventful one because I'm a little drunk still. I feel like I'm a little drunk. So, go ahead. That's fine. So, you can follow me at forever <laughs> underscore Keeks. It's forever underscore K-E-A-K-S on all social media platforms. Um, it's been great, you guys. We've been here chilling or whatever, talking to you guys. We will start doing lives again. We also want to have guests. So, if you want to be a guest and you're in the Houston area, please contact us. Holla at you, girl. Yeah. We got a couple of people in the in the woodworks. I just got to make and touch basis and get times and dates and things like that. So, we will have some guests coming on it's gonna be awesome yeah dope so uh we'll talk to you soon or whatever all right you have now listened to the mixed in mexican podcast conversations with k and i'm cakes peace out y'all Bye. peace Ugh.